welcome to Second Look. I'm your host, Benjamin Green, and I've got school on the brain, so today I'm going to talk about school. Also, this is going to be a no-editing episode. <gasps> Pure, unfiltered Benjamin with all of his ums and so's and breathing. Uh... I'm not doing it for really any particular reason this week, other than that I thought, hey, why not try it out? So unless I say something entirely ludicrous or factually inaccurate and then catch it after I've said it, you are going to be listening to this episode exactly the way I recorded it. So this episode is brought to you, of course, by Octopod. And they're awesome little charging devices that can keep your phone or tablet charged wherever you are, whenever you need it. Check out octo-pod.com slash outset and use the coupon code OUTSET at checkout to get 50% off for a limited time. So as I said, I've got school on the brain. I'm going to be going back to school here in a few weeks in what likely... It's looking like it's going to be uh, my final semester in school. I'm planning to graduate one semester early, um, and I'm really looking forward to that. But, you know, I've enjoyed school. It's really just the homework that gets me. I don't know if that makes me a lazy person or what. I I don't mind doing the work while I'm on campus, but when I get home, I like to be home. (laughs) So... That's really what I'm going to be looking forward to. Um, I am a student at the University of Arizona. I'm studying information science, and it's the third major (laughs) I ended up pursuing. And thankfully, I took enough gen eds early on that it wasn't wasted on... uh, I, I only ended up wasting, I think, one class, maybe two... That's why I'm still able to graduate early, even though I changed my major a couple times. But I just want to talk today about college and the opportunity that I had and the opportunity that that people do have to go to college and whether or not people should avail themselves of that opportunity or not. And we'll see where it goes. So first off, a little bit of my story. My family is not poor, but my family is not uh, wealthy either. My dad is a pastor of a mid-sized church, and um, we didn't have... I'm the youngest of five siblings. We didn't have a lot of money growing up, and, and there's... There was always an understanding. My parents told us that uh, college was our responsibility. We had to work hard in high school and earn scholarships and then get jobs and save money. And uh, college would be on our shoulders because they couldn't contribute financially. So that's exactly what I did. I, uh, I actually was the janitor of the church and... Just a side note, I was not hired by my father, even though he was the pastor. I was hired by another person, no conflict of interest, just saying. Uh, I was the janitor of the church in high school, 
And uh, I got a scholarship. I got good grades. I, I worked really hard in high school and ended up in college. And um, so since I coming to college, I didn't get a job my first semester. I got it second semester, and I've held that same job since. And I've worked all through the summers, all through Christmas break. I, I've taken vacations and stuff, but uh, I've worked basically all through school. And thanks to my scholarship and to working, I'm going to be able to graduate college debt-free. <laughs> Which I know is rare in this day and age. I know I'm blessed. Uh, but also there is an element of knowing exactly what I was getting myself into. I don't know. That That's not the best way to phrase it. But I, I will say this. A lot of people overpay for college. They go to private colleges when they should go public. I went public, by the way. Um, they go to universities when they should go to community college. A lot of people really just overpay. That's a large portion of what I've seen of the student debt problem is people going to schools they just can't afford. I went to a school 60 miles from home and uh, an in-state school, so in-state public school. So tuition's a lot cheaper than in-state private schools and way cheaper than out-of-state schools. Uh, and so it's just a matter of knowing what you're doing on that regard. But you know, President Obama and Bernie Sanders have talked about this free community college thing. And there's actually, uh, where I grew up was Casa Grande, Arizona. And, um, there's actually a community college based just outside of town, Central Arizona College. And they have a scholarship program called Promise for the Future, where Basically, if you get C's in high school, you can go there. I don't remember. At one point, it was free. It might not be free anymore. Significantly reduced rate. And all you have to do is you have to sign up when you're in uh, middle school, I think, is when they get you. Because you have to get a C average all through high school. And then, yeah, and then you get a, a discount rate on the community college. So it's kind of interesting because Casa Grande is not a high-income city. It's a very poor city. Um, I had a lot of friends in elementary school whose parents were working three jobs, who worked, lived in apartments, who I, I actually, on a side note, had a lot of friends who were uh, the children of illegal immigrants, but that's a different story. And and really, in my low-income community that I grew up in, um, there weren't a whole lot of barriers to people going to college. Almost anyone who wanted to could go to the community college. So, it doesn't 
strike me as necessary for the federal government to come in, setting aside all the economic arguments and all the people need to work harder arguments and all of that stuff. It doesn't seem like the federal government needs to necessarily change things from the way they are already. Uh, because the opportunity's already there. Now, another thing that's critical in um, my story is the scholarship I got. I would not be able to graduate even remotely debt-free without my scholarship. And um, the scholarship I got is not necessarily... And I'm not saying this to brag. I'm saying it from the the context of... Um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess just equality. Uh, it's not necessarily one everyone could get. My scholarship depended on getting good PSAT and SAT scores. And uh, kids with learning disabilities, kids with uh, who just aren't good test takers, you, you know, maybe they don't have a disability at all, but, but maybe they just don't take tests well. Well, the specific scholarship I got wouldn't really be an option for them. But there are hundreds and hundreds of scholarships available. I... I know not everyone can go to school debt-free, but the student loan epidemic as it is right now, I think is entirely preventable. And not only that, I think that it was directly caused by government, especially the federal government. So let me explain a little bit more about that. The, the government, the federal government has the Federal Application for Free Student Aid, where you can just send them your information, and if you meet certain economic qualifiers, you get aid from the federal government. Now, if your parents uh, make, I, I don't know the exact income levels, but basically, the more money your parents make, the less money you get. So, even if your parents make a lot of money, if you, or rather, if your parents make a lot of money and you were in the same boat I was, where you're paying for your whole schooling, then uh, you're kind of hosed <laughs> as regards this, because you're, the federal government's going to say, hey, your parents could be contributing, so even though you say they're not, too bad, you don't get any money from us. But with this FAFSA... Um, Pretty much anybody who is low income can get a significant amount of financial aid directly from the federal government. That results in more students being able to go to college. Just quite simply put, more people can afford to go to college than could without the FAFSA. But at the same time, it also makes more people not be able to afford college. So what this basically does is, let's say you get $2,000 from the FAFSA. 
per semester. And then you go to a college whose tuition is, it's a state school, tuition is $5,000 per semester. So basically 40% of your schooling is being paid for by the federal government. That's way more affordable. But what if you took that $2,000 and went to a private school where your tuition might be ten dollars or $20,000 a semester? Or in the case of a, a friend of mine, maybe it's sixty. If you go to that school, then your financial aid from the federal government is only paying for one-thirtieth of your schooling. And if that was the sole source of financial aid for you, you're going to be accruing a ridiculous amount of debt. Whereas if you hadn't gotten that financial aid to begin with, you might not have even gone to college. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? It, it gives people money to be able to go to college, and then with that money, uh, you can make choices beyond that that make college very unaffordable for you. I would also argue that part of the reason tuition is so high is that there are too many people in the school. So the the schools are forced to build new dorms, build new classrooms, build new parking lots, buy new land. Or if they can't expand at that rate, you know what they do to reduce demand? Well, they raise prices. Because if they raise prices, people theoretically won't go to the school because they can't afford it. But they get their FAFSA, they get their student loans backed by the government, subsidized by the government, rather, and then they think they can afford it, and so they go after all. And some of my my friends who went to private schools are going to be paying off student loans probably until their mid-40s. That's not affordable by any means, and that's a direct effect of intervention by the federal government trying to make college more affordable. So actually what the federal government's done is the exact opposite what of what it intended to do. It intended to make the dream of going to college attainable to everybody. And it wanted to do this by singling out the poorest, the neediest, and saying, hey, we're going to give you this money so you can go to college. But because those people are now going to college, it drives up prices for everybody. It makes school less affordable for everybody, including those people you were trying to help in the first place. It's just yet another example of why government subsidies are a bad thing all around. The government shouldn't be subsidizing things. Now, I would argue that the government does have a vested interest in education. Uh, this is a heated, heated topic, but, but there is a huge, huge aspect of what the government wants, I, if, if we can assign want to something as nebulous as the government, is to have an 
an educated populace. If people are educated, incarceration rates go down, crime rates go down, uh, the economy booms, education is key. So I understand the sentiment of wanting more people to go to college, but clearly what we've done isn't working. And I don't think that student loan forgiveness will work either because it will just do the same thing in um, saying, well, people who overpaid, who went to school where their tuition is $200,000 a semester, hopefully a school like that doesn't actually exist because that would just be outrageous. But people who went to these colleges and are graduating with obscene amounts of debt, you just... If if the federal government just says, hey, look, we got this, we're going to pay for it. First off, what kind of a precedence, precedent does that set? Well, if I just go and accrue a whole bunch of debt, as long as I'm doing it for the right reasons, like maybe going to college or maybe starting a business or stuff like that, then the federal government will just come and bail me out. Hooray! That's a terrible terrible precedent to set, and it will teach people to not manage their money. But also, on top of that, what what does it say about the affordability of college? It's just going to further the problem, because then we won't hear about how outrageous these tuition rates are. And, and some of them are outrageous. Universities waste lots of money. And and I'm certain that tuition and fees, especially those fees, will would be a lot cheaper if universities would start cutting the budget. But if if these student loans are forgiven, all the news stories and everything about this problem are gonna fade away. And people aren't going to realize it's just basically covering up what is actually a huge issue in that college is unaffordable for millions of Americans. They just simply cannot afford to go. And that's not even necessarily poor Americans. A lot of middle class Americans can't afford school because school's expensive. The reason school's expensive is because of government intervention and yet we want the government to intervene in another attempt to try and make school affordable retroactively for people who overpaid for school. <sighs> Did you get all that? I feel like if I keep going on this subject too, too long, I'm going to start just talking in circles. But But the key thing here is the government broke it. The government has to fix it, but the government should fix it by something different than the way the government broke it in the first place. And with that, I'd just like to talk about Octopod. Uh, this upcoming semester is going to be my first semester um, having an Octopod with me on campus. <laughs> that makes it sound like... I'm going to be taking my, my firstborn to class or something. But but it will be really nice, I'm, I'm convinced of it, to have it on campus because, first off, then I don't have to remember my charger cord every single day. I can just 
keep my octopod in my backpack. Second off, I don't have to look for outlets everywhere. Uh, There were a lot of times last school year where I was just hunting for an outlet. And maybe I wanted to sit outside. Well, I couldn't because I needed an outlet. With an octopod, you don't have to worry about that. So if either of those two things appeals to you, especially if you're a college student, I highly recommend going to octo-pod.com slash outset. Use the coupon code outset at checkout, get 50% off for a limited time, and be ready for the new semester of school. So in the last part of today's program, I want to transition still on the theme of school, but it, rather than talking about affordability, um, Bernie Sanders and Barack Obama have proposed free community college for everybody. Basically, what that would do is turn everyone's GED and high school diplomas worthless. You, you'd need an associate's degree now instead of a high school diploma or a GED. And the theory is that by doing this, people will be more educated and the economy will prosper because of that. And not, not even just the economy, but people's lives will be better because they are more educated. What this plan doesn't take into account just first and foremost, is that nothing is free. I I still remember my first economics class in college, the very first day, uh, the professor said, tell me what do you need, and then tell me what is free. And nothing, he said, you don't need anything, and nothing is free. And the entire semester, he never slipped up once. The professor, anytime he said the word free or the word need, he used air quotes because um, he said there's no such thing as free. There ain't no such thing as a free lunch, you know, and there's there's no such thing as a need. And uh, that that's just kind of stuck with me. We, We talk about free community college. Someone has to pay for the professors. Someone has to pay for the curriculum. Someone has to pay for the facilities, for the electricity, for the water, for the... You know, there's so much that goes into college. And it's just not free. High schools are very expensive. Colleges are even more expensive. And it doesn't matter if you call it free. It's not free. We call public schooling free public schooling, but in reality, everyone pays for it. If you homeschool your kids, you pay for the public school of the kids in your community. It, it, I I suppose that's a very socialistic thing, but it's just something we all do. We all pay for schools. Adding community college to this I cannot even begin to stress how much of a bad idea this is. I just talked in the first part of the show about affordability. I don't know why I'm telling you that. Because you were listening. 
Moving on, uh, affordability, it's a very bad idea. From the perspective of economics, the damage that this would do to the economy, the federal government coming in and forcing everyone to start paying more taxes to pay for community college, or, arguably worse, just accruing an obscene amount more debt to pay for this community college, it that's... A very bad idea. But I think that the worst, absolute worst part of this plan is that it comes from the assumption that everyone needs to go to college. I, you are probably going to hear this line a lot, especially in this presidential cycle, because Scott Walker does not have a college degree, even though he did go to college. I do not, I never will believe or agree that everyone needs to go to college. It simply is not the right choice for some people. I knew some kids in high school who all they ever wanted to do was to be a mechanic. They they took auto shop, they in their free time rebuilt engines in the backyard, and they got their job as a mechanic. And after high school, and they're going to be a mechanic until they're 75 and can't do it anymore. It's what they love. It's what they're going to do. So you say, well, then they wouldn't have to go to community college. But say two friends go to high school together, both love being mechanics. One of them just gets a job right after high school. The other one gets a job after going to two years of free community college. Which one is going to look better on a resume? The one with a college degree. It will happen. They say it won't, but it will. If you can look at it now, it's so much easier to get a job if you have a bachelor's degree than if you have a high school diploma. But it is even now easier to get a job if you have an associate's degree or a versus a high school diploma. If community college becomes, quote, free, then it more people will go. More people will have associate's degrees, and the more people that have associate's degrees, the less a high school degree starts to mean. There was a time not even very long ago in this country where 8th grade education was the standard, and the high school degree was the thing that set you apart. Well, then it became an associate... A high school degree was the standard, and an associate's degree was what set you apart. And then, now, we're in this kind of nebulous thing where an associate's degree looks pretty good, and a bachelor's degree is kind of what sets you apart. And the high school diploma is kind of guaranteeing you menial jobs. Maybe, you you know, maybe you'd get a managerial position somewhere, but it's going to be things like retail and, and not necessarily ideal careers. The more the government tries to mandate these things, the less significant it is that you don't... Wow. Oh, tempted to edit this out, but it's a no-edit episode. The more the government tries to push people to go to college, the less significant high school is going to be. 
and I know a lot of people who depend on their high school diploma and their GED for their jobs, and I don't think it's fair to those people to suddenly say that they're less worthy of a job because of the college degrees of their peers. And people say it won't happen, but it will. It already has happened. It's just a fact. College degrees make you more attractive. And, yeah. But but I still haven't quite gotten to my real point here, which is that not everyone needs to go <laughs> to college. Let's go back to my friend, the mechanic in high school. They're going to be a mechanic forever, and they like it. They hated school. They hate the homework. They hate going to class. They hate every part of it. But they don't mind working 12 hours out in a shop. Same with a couple friends I had who had learning disabilities. If, if it suddenly becomes the standard for them to have to... Like, if they'd had to go to college, it'd be terrible. But, you know, maybe they'd be really happy working at a local grocery store or working in a restaurant. Maybe they love cooking and hate textbooks. There are some people that college is simply not for. And this notion that everyone needs to go to college, it just needs to die. (laughs) I've known a lot of people who are in college now, people I've met in college, who frankly don't belong in college. You know what they do? They party, they get arrested, they get kicked out of school, and they have a mountain of debt. <laughs> now, I can <laughs> that's, that's a huge generalization. Not everybody does stuff like that. But if you put someone in a place where they don't belong, they don't like it. And not everyone belongs in college. And that's that. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's no-edit episode of Second Look. I'll be listening to this later, so hopefully I didn't say anything terrible or too incoherent. Let me know what you thought. Uh... Tweet me, at BGreenAZ. If you think that uh, my editor, Steven, needs to fire me, tweet him at Steven underscore Perkins. Uh, Make sure, of course, to check out at Outset Magazine on Twitter and OutsetMagazine.com. Check out Steven's podcast, the Steven Perkins program, and also the Matt Dallas show. All of that's available for you on OutsetMagazine.com or in iTunes where you can subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Also, make sure while you're in iTunes subscribing to give us a rating. We love five-star ratings if we're worthy of them, and it really helps us gain a lot of exposure if you rate us, so please go ahead and do that. And with that, I'll see you next week.